Sup noobs, we are your professional casual gamers, and you're listening to Train Noobs. Hello everybody and welcome to Train Noobs, episode number 12. I'm back with Mike. Yeah, I'm back with you. I, I, was hope- for a I was hoping you'd say something. I don't know. I thought you were going to like say the same thing you did last time where I don't know what the episode title is, but it's probably uncreative. And uh, Yo, that was episode 10. I know. It was the last one I was on. It's been two weeks. No, you were not on episode 10. Chris was on episode 10. You were out two episode weeks. Episode 9. There you go. Last last week was episode 11, and I missed 10 and 11, and then the last one I was on was, um, was 9. Wow, you just cut... You've been drinking a little bit because you kind of slurred your words there for a little bit. No, I'm just really tired. Well, 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 bet. A little bit. Well, bet. I so. like to get it on my days off. I like to get up really fucking early, like before the girls are up, so that I can come in and play some video games un unbothered. It's the best time, and it's the best time to play video games is and, when people are sleeping. And then they come in and they wake you. Then they they bother you after they wake up, right? They, well, yeah, of course. Both of them, as soon as they wake up, they come directly into here, which is fine. Yeah, it's not like they don't, you know, go make breakfast, go do, you know, whatever. It's just immediately into you. Good morning! And you're like, I just want to play video games. Yeah. At least it's well, me. That's me. I don't know about you. but You know, yeah, it's it's all about me when they wake up. But I usually cook breakfast when I'm home and, and all that. We figure it out. But lately, I've been lazy and i've been home and on vacation so i have all the justification in the world to just say i'm gonna go buy something what would you like me to go buy for breakfast my daughter uh last night for dinner she said she wanted pancakes for dinner and i was like i just don't want to cook so we went and we bought these mini pancakes that you put in the microwave oh no (laughs) and they were they were good i even Eh. tried a little bit of them they were good and then i went to the deli and got fried chicken and katie wasn't feeling very good so she what did she get I don't know. We got her some ice cream. Wow, you were being really lazy going to the store to get fried chicken. Yeah. Like you weren't you didn't go to like KFC or anything? You just went to like First of all, KFC store? is gross. You'll get higher quality chicken from a grocery store, honestly. I I shipped to KFC for a fucking year and I distributed them for 2 years. They're gross. Dude, their back rooms with their chicken. They got chicken the chi- I don't want to go into it, man. I don't want to I want to go into it. I want to hear about this cuz I want to know if I'm eating okay when I eat KFC. When they put their chicken in their coolers, their chicken goes on these metal sheets in racks and then in their chicken cooler and it's just exposed to the open air so when the when the people are walking back in to get their chicken they're just pulling these racks out they're pulling the chicken out they don't they're they're getting their breath and their spit and their hands when they walk away none of the chicken right none of the chicken is covered at any point they take it out of the box and then from the point that they took it out of the box and to fry it and to cook it it's not covered and on top of that, their their fucking chicken rooms are gross because if they ever drop chicken and stuff like that, I had this thing where every week I would go to the same store and I'd be like, all right, that's six weeks in a row that that piece of raw chicken has been sitting there in the corner, not moved. They don't fucking clean their floors very good or anything like that. And when you're handling raw chicken, especially, and you're handling like a grease trap environment because they fry all their shit. So there's grease all over their floors. They barely work their floors to the point where every time I would go in there to deliver, I'm sliding all over the place like it's a fucking ice skating rink because there's grease and oil everywhere and then there's raw chicken on the ground in their coolers and it's just nasty dude now how many did you actually deliver to 
I've delivered, uh, I've delivered to a couple dozen different individual stores, probably a few dozen individual stores all, all over the Northwest, all the way over into Idaho. I had a route that went out to Idaho, Southern Oregon, everywhere. I've gone all in. So would you recommend Popeye's over KFC? I've never been into a Popeye's, into the back room of a Popeye's. But from what I've seen for a KFC, I don't think you could get much worse. <laughs> now, you don't hear too much about like people getting sick from KFC or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, it does get fried. And those fryers are plenty of temperature enough to kill any bacteria. And it's just, it's just that I've been in those environments and it's just gross. You know, it's like how I've worked in the back room in a in a Mexican place, and uh, with the dishes that would come back, I was a dishwasher. You'd bring the dish dishes back, and it'd get really busy. Well, the way the dishwasher worked, but in the in the place that I was in, and it wasn't like a big industrial sized dishwasher; it was an actual labor intensive, like scrubby style. You know, I scrub all the food and stuff off of the the plates. Like take a fork, scrape the rest of the leftovers and everything into a trash bin. That's a huge trash bin right next to me. And then move right over from doing that to taking this plate that's covered in cheese and beans and all sorts of stuff that's just Mm -hmm. caked on this plate. And I set it into a tub. There's two giant tubs right in front of me. One tub is was full of water and soap. The other tub was full of um, like a disinfectant. Well, basically, as as it would get so busy in the middle, at, at, like at night, that I would have to go up front, get the bus pan, bring it back with all the all the dirty dishes and stuff on it, set it down, take scrape off all the food really fast, throw it in the in the you know the the part of the sink that has the disinfectant. No, no, the actual like soapy soap. water. Yeah, the soap and the water. And then I'd pull that out, and after a little bit, you know, after I put the first one in, and then go through the rest of the thing, and then I'll try to pull the first one back out so that one's soaked the longest. Scrub that off as fast as possible, and then set that in the disinfectant. Well, as the night goes on, the the uh, one with the soap and the water gets got so cloudy and just orange. Mm-hmm. You had you didn't have any time to clean it. You didn't have any time to empty it. You don't have time to redo the water? No, because there's just, I'm the only guy there. I'm the only dishwasher. And there's just so many dishes that are just coming back because we're so busy. So I would sit there and and it would just get so dirty. And then basically you take the plates out and whatever else and put it in the disinfectant one and let it sit there for a little bit as you worked what was left in your your soap and water. And it would get so cloudy that you wouldn't be able to see what's at the bottom. So a couple of times I've actually reached down there and stabbed myself on knives and stuff. Ouch. And uh, and then you you know and the disinfectant would eventually start getting cloudy too because you'd get that dirty water and then mm-hmm. put it right in the disinfectant and then eventually that would come out and go to a drying rack. But after eating there, the only reason I would go back it, it didn't matter about the plates. I didn't care about the plates, but I knew how the food was cooked and it was cooked good and it was delicious. It's always been delicious, which is the only reason I go back. Now that brings me back to the my second point. What I was going to say is. Yeah, KFC food might not be uh, stored correctly, according to you. Well, according to you know their guidelines, I'm sure it's stored correctly. I'm sure it yeah. can be stored in an uncovered open environment. But I've always been a little bit on the um, 
germaphobe side when it comes to food storage and, well, and especially that kind of stuff. chicken like you said yeah i've just always been a little bit cautious of it like I, i've when i was growing up i always had a hard time sharing people's plates and and, and forks and cups and drinks i've always been a little bit yeah. off about that uh not so much anymore like it's fine but i won't ever share like somebody's silverware i'll use my own fucking silverware but i'll drink out of somebody's cup or whatever especially if it's like a family member it's not that big of a deal but yeah well that brings me back to what I was gonna what I was gonna follow it up with is the food. If the food is good, like to me, KFC tastes pretty damn good. Now, yeah, of course, it, it, could, it can depend when you go. Because if you go and they've had chicken sitting in in you know underneath that that heat lamp for mm-hmm. quite some time, then it could it's be dry. A, it could be a shitty piece of chicken. And that's you know one I mean? of the bad things about some of the grocery stores. Unless you're going to a really popular grocery store and people actually buy chicken there a lot, usually you're going to go to the grocery store and they're going to have had chicken sitting out forever. You like know, when I w- when I went last night, their mashed potatoes were like crusted over. I'm like, oh fuck, no mashed potatoes for me. That's why you just scrape them off to the side and then you just get what's the fresh on the bottom. But no, that that's why I only get Gross. when I go to uh, the grocery store to get chicken. I only get rotisserie chicken that's it's, that's been sitting under the heat lamp in a covered container mm-hmm. that has just juices going everywhere, and it's all good and stuff. I will mm-hmm. say I really like uh, KFC's sides, like their mac and cheese oh, yeah. and their mashed potatoes and gravies and their biscuits. Those biscuits I used to get them and bring them home and pop them in the oven and make like biscuits and gravy or whatever with them. They cook up at home just like they do with this, obviously because you just bake them. But like, yeah, it was it was awesome. I don't know. I do miss that aspect of it. But. All right. Well, before we get uh, all the listeners uh, really hungry and want to go get some KFC, because I know that's what everybody's doing with this whole, oh, my God, fart chicken. You know? By the way, a little little factoid for all of you. If you've ever wondered why KFC is in the same building as an A&W or a Taco Bell or a, uh, what's the fish one? Long John Long Silver's. John Silver's. Um, and then there's, uh, oh, Pizza Hut. All those are owned by the same company. They're called Yum, the Yum Corporation. Y U M exclamation points. I think stupid. we discussed that in episode zero. Did we? I don't know, but they're I all owned by did. the same company, so that's why they're all sharing buildings. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, if I go into a building and it's got KFC or it's got Taco Bell, you better believe I'm going to Taco Bell every single time. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell is your favorite for sure. You know, I I really want to try like um, what's the other big one that's out in the West Coast, Del Taco or whatever. Uh, well, yeah, it's more, there's a couple in Oregon. It's mostly California. It's really good. Actually, my favorite thing at Del Taco is their French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. And it's, I'm not kidding. It's, they're they're but, amazing. You know, people are like, oh my God, Taco Bell is disgusting. Well, I'm sorry. It's all we have around here that's fast food Mexican outside of like Cadoba or Chipotle or however you pronounce, however you would per- personally pronounce Chipotle. Ch- Chipotle because the T is before the L. I, I've heard Chipotle. I've heard Chipotle. I, I just say but chip, I'm just, Chipotle. I'm just going by the way it's spelt, you know? I'm just going by the way I've been saying it my entire life. So you guys don't have any like uh, kind of like hole-in-the-wall burrito shacks where you drive drive through real quick? Because uh, well, we have a bunch of those over here. The only other thing that we have out here that would be something similar to that is Moe's, but Moe's is a, a franchise. So, oh, like a seafood? No. They're, oh. Because we have a place called Moe's that's a franchise out here, too. No, it's actually, um, it's all Mexican food. It, oh. Well, it's not like, not like we the whole-in-the-wall style, style Mexican food, but it's like you go in and you get a burrito, um, and they always give you a side of chips. Nice. We have a place called Muchas Gracias, and it's just like $4.50 for a big fucking burrito. And I go through there, and it's open 24 hours, drive through, fucking really good salsas, 
You just throw that in a bag and I'm good to go, man. You know, I just had a bowl, a giant Why bowl. Why are we of, still talking about this? I just we had a should... giant bowl of spaghetti and you're making me hungry for a burrito. So let's <laughs> let's stop the food discussion. Oh, all right. Well, how was let's... your how was your your past 2 weeks if you can briefly go over what Yeah, well, what occurred me, to you? Let me explain. So I, I didn't I we haven't talked in quite some time other than playing Diablo. Yeah, we've done a lot of playing Diablo lately. Well, not as much as I would like, but I'm insatiable when it comes to Diablo. <laughs> I will say really quickly, I love Hearthstone to death. My favorite game has been and always will be as far as current goes is Diablo for sure. Because Diablo is the only game in the world that I can play without stopping and not feel like I want to go and stop and do another game or go and watch it be played or watch streams. The thing I have with Hearthstone is Hearthstone can frustrate me when I start losing or I tilt. And since it's a you know a one-on-one competitive game, it's it's frustrating and then you just end up wanting to leave not play Hearthstone and maybe just go watch some streams. That's what I do. I, I play and then when I get frustrated with Hearthstone with playing it, I go watch some streams or something like that. Diablo is never like that. Diablo's all is is fills every single one of my personal like grooves is just the grinding and the and the building power and all that. So anyway, yeah, Diablo's been great. But for the last two weeks, basically what happened was uh we've been shorthanded on drivers for a long time. And we've had some drivers come uh, from other centers that have been helping us out. Well, they've all left now. They all left a, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they left, all of these routes that have to go out, they don't have, we have to put these routes out. We're short. We've got 39 drivers right now, and there's 52 routes. There's 52 bids. Okay. So we're hella short on on drivers right now and we did end up getting a couple more in but that's not changing the fact that every every day off i've got that i can work an extra route they've been asking me to and on top of that when they call to ask me if i can work an extra route they're they're throwing numbers at me like come in and i'll throw you an extra 200 dollars on top of the route pay so we're talking a lot of extra money that unfortunately i'm in a position that i need right now so i'm not and it would be irresponsible and I wouldn't be taking care of my girls well enough if I was saying no. So nothing else can come before that. And I have to go and do these routes. And Katie and I sat down and we figured out uh, I had one day off over the course of 18 days of work straight. So and and I know you talked about this last week, which I loved that uh, when I listened to the show, you like kind of explained why I was gone and how hard I was working and all that. Uh, but I do need to make some corrections. When you said that I had worked over a hundred hours, I was gone from home over a hundred hours. But uh-huh. I was—I'm not actually allowed to work more than seventy hours every seven days or eight days, something like that. It's—I'm federally regulated, so I was gone from home. Uh, but that includes like layover time in the hotel. But basically, like, so I a hundred hours of my of uh, over a hundred, just slightly over a hundred hours of my week this uh this last week and the week before was spent um at work of some sort whether i was in a hotel or whatever but i was actually clocking about 65 ish hours um actual work time which includes driving and delivering which means that what i was doing was i was chasing hours so i was butting up against my legal limit and so every night at midnight i would be granted back hours that had that i'd that I had left from eight days ago. And it's just a site. It's a running cycle. And that's, what's called chasing hours where basically you're just waiting until midnight to see how many hours you have available. And you just keep running and running and running and running. And that's what happens when they fill up my extra days with routes. I got you. I think what it was is that you sent me a message on Voxer and you all, I, all I heard you say was something, something a hundred hours. And you were so tired that you just kind of mumbled your words. I think what I said is my per diem slips are showing a hundred hours, which what my per diem slips mean is every, all the hours I'm away 
Yeah, I and paid, I had I, I had no it. idea what that is. So I thought you just meant like you worked a hundred hours, and I'm like, oh well, that's a lot hey, of time. I wish I could come on here and be and not say anything and just let people think I'm working hundred hour weeks because how badass am I if I if that's the case? But no, only like sixty five hour weeks. Yeah, sixty five hour weeks. Fucking. That's easy walk, easy easy cakewalk, man. Compared to a hundred, sixty sixty five seventy hour work weeks. But easy. if there's ever if there's ever a truck driver listening to our show, he's like, "This guy's full of shit. He can't work a hundred hours a week unless he's running two sets of logs. What the fuck? You know, we don't need to be, we don't need to piss off that guy. Well, uh, so besides that, and us, obviously, we we played so much Diablo, um. Over the course of the past couple days, uh, you were kind enough to grace our presence. Um, when was this? On shit, what was this? Two days ago? What would that be? What, what, Tuesday what, what, night. Tuesday night. Maybe. What time are you talking about? When are you- yeah, you you graced our presence Tuesday night. You were spending time with some people. Oh, you're talking about when I came in after I had had a few beers. A few beers, yes, uh, and then. It was I, Tuesday, Tuesday night, yeah, because that was my I, first it day. It was, off. it was Tuesday, and then I do believe you said something along the lines after I left the call to, "I need my a hole stretched. The poop has been too big, and it hurts exiting my body." Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> I also, I also told all my all Katie's girlfriends that were over. I told them that too. <laughs> this is what happens when I start drinking. I just talk about whatever is plaguing me at the moment. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what you well, said to us on uh, on Tuesday well, night when we were. On tu- on Tuesday, what happened was I worked and then I came, I turned the route. I got back at like one o'clock and I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to go to sleep because by the time I wake up, it's going to be like six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. Like, what's the point? And so I just stayed up and I was sleep deprived, exhausted. And then uh, Katie had a couple friends come over and one of her friends doesn't mind pounding down some beers with me. So I had, you know, seven or eight beers and got on here. And not only was I sleep deprived and tired as fuck, but I was a little buzzed. At that point I had just eaten like 45 minutes prior to me getting on. Okay. So it was pretty it was pretty much all soaked up, but I was a little bit I was I was more tired than I was drunk when I came on and when I was and I was being silly. But it doesn't matter. I would have said all that shit was fucking sober as rain anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> well besides that, um I told you about it, and I think I mentioned it on the podcast before, but we were doing a debt consolidation, or talking about doing debt consolidation. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear about this. Well, we finally pulled the trigger, uh, and we went ahead with it, so that's something that's... I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Oh, oh, I pulled the trigger If on the debt consolidation, gonna buy a house, yeah! If you uh, if you guys would not like him to ever sing again on the podcast, please write us at trainnoobs at gmail.com. Good thing nobody writes us because I'm I don't think I could ever stop singing on the podcast. Um, but <laughs> so we, we did the deck consolidation, so that's something that's in, pro- in in the process of going through right now, which is rather exciting because I'm really looking forward to pay- making lower payments on all my all my credit cards plus the the interest rates. Uh, some of the interest rates on the cards that we have right now are like in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking killer. So I don't know if you know this because I know you and Kay have pretty good credit, but you can also consolidate debt through a bank. If you go to like to yeah. your bank, you can get a consolidation credit card. Through there them was and there was an issue that came along the lines because we tried we tried getting a loan when we owned a our condo, 
Uh, we tried getting a loan through the bank, and it was just such a struggle. And they didn't, they didn't, they would not be able to give us enough enough money to pay off our debts. Banks suck. If you have access to a, a good um, credit, credit union, union that people trust trust mm-hmm. out there, switch to that, dude. I switched from Wells Fargo, which was giving me the runaround every fucking month, man. I was getting some fucking fees I had to argue with. I was just always getting the runaround, man. And at the end of the day, it's like, what the fuck are you benefiting from getting these $30 fucking charges from me mm-hmm. when you're like the biggest bank in the country? Anyway, fuck those guys. And I went to this community credit union and I haven't ever been happier. They gave me a consolidation loan that was like really, it was fucking 10%. And uh, yeah, it was great. I think, right? I think we're going through Lending Club is the company we picked because obviously yeah, that was, you went that was through one. you went through Pros- Prosper, but Prosper is not available in this area, so I had to go for that. But L- Lending Club is Prosper's is basically the only other option. They're a little bit harder to get a loan through because they require higher credit, but you guys have killer credit, so it works yeah. out good for you guys. Um, cool, man. That's good. So there's that. Now we're we're looking at scraping it together our all of our pennies. And, uh, you know, we looked at how much it actually costs to live in this place mm-hmm. and just rent alone is $835. Um, and that's not including what it might go up to if we stay here another year. That's the problem with rent is that it goes up every year. Yeah. And they're, they're they keep raising the prices 10, 15 bucks a year. And when we started, when we first got this place, it was like seven fifty something around there, seven eighty. I yeah. think it was the price, and they just slowly raised the price over and over after we've been here for about three years now, and now it's they, totally... They raise it way more than the annual raise that you get for cost of living. The cost of living raise that everybody gets from their jobs, well, most people get, because not everybody gets it, doesn't even cover those kind of costs, yeah. not even close. Well, so we look at, we're looking at buying a house uh, towards the beginning of the of next year, whenever um, you know we get our... Uh, our lease is up here. So that's mm-hmm. that's what we're looking at right now is we're looking at houses, um, which is why you actually did most of the work for this episode and got most of the stories written down on the, on the show notes because... And, and and we have show notes this episode, guys. No being fucking lazy slobs this week. We got a fucking proper show for you. Yeah, so yeah! so if you hear if you hear like legitimate show notes and you read our show notes, you'll see that we are are back to reading off of paper again. Instead of talking about what comes to our minds first. Talking about what comes to your mind means that there's no fucking structure. You just go from one thing to the other. What are you, fucking Pocahontas? There, there, no. is, there is structure because of the fact that you have your topics in a line, but you know what you want to talk about for each topic. And these are just, no, these are just no, bullet no, points, no, man. These are no. bullet points. They're facts. We always read a bullet point and then we talk about it. What the fuck, man? This is pre-show content well, right speaking here. How of, are you bringing this shit up in the middle of the show? We, we didn't do one one thing forgot about that well i don't know about that so i just added what i about that all right well well let's finish our weeks and then let's get on that's my week that's my week i'm done okay well i mine wasn't done well hurry up tell because you were fucking what 22 minutes in right now we need to start video game discussion so on saturday on saturday i'm gonna have we're having a party and my sister's throwing it and it's called a reveal party my sister currently knows the gender of my new baby, and I have no idea. And it's so fucking weird that my doc, that the doctor knows or whatever, the one that did the test, and my sister knows, but I don't know what the hell the gender of my baby is. And basically, we're going to have this big party. A lot of families come, and it's going to be like something like 50 to 75 people, depending on last-minute arrivals. And we're going to basically open up a big-ass box, and balloons are going to come out based on the color of the child. 
and it's going to be fucking crazy because all I keep vi- visualizing is what the fuck color are those balloons going to be? It's, I just can't even what if it's it's, crazy. What if it's both? I, I was going to say, well, <laughs> that's what that's what her, 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 her man said. Just do like all one color and then do the opposite color with one balloon in there. And they'll be like, what the fuck? What is that? <laughs> or I was I was joking around because I was saying, look, knowing my sister, like I'll open it up and it'll be like, yellow. Yellow? What is you that? You have a Chinese baby. <laughs> oh, that is so fucking bad. I'm or sorry. we would open up the box and she wouldn't have done helium, helium balloons. She would have blown them all up and we'd be like, oh, there's a bunch of balloons in the bottom of the box. They're not going <laughs> they anywhere. Would... Or she could just be really lazy and not even we blow them up and just throw them in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we were laughing about that but there's that coming on and then and why does uh, she get know? creative and put put like doves in there but paint the doves the color of the baby yeah because that's real creative and that's fucking gonna get PETA on our doorstep or something whatever the fuck I don't I don't know I there's painted doves that you can get all right, so we're going to start like doing what we like. There's a lot of different news things that we don't ever cover because they're like small things and they're not, they don't justify big news spots. So I think that I threw this in here. What do you think about doing a quick mention segment before we even start into the news? Do you like that? Um, sure, but we got to think of a cl- more clever title than quick mentions. Okay, here, let's do um, Quentions. All right, so the Quentions segment... You can't you can't tell right now, but I'm visually hating you. I know. I know you well enough to know. <laughs> um basically what we're going to do is just there's going to be a couple headlines, it's going to be game releases, it's going to be like just really quick news that we'll just basically say to you guys. It'll be on the show notes, there'll be articles associated with it, and then with the actual news articles, we'll get into really detailed discussion and, and in, in inside about those things. Before we start actually getting into this, I just want to make one last statement and say that if you are watching the YouTube uh broadcast of this, I guess you could say uh, dude, it's Derbler's Triss. It's Dab- Diablo 3. <laughs> How yeah. are fucking supposed to know Derbler's Trace means Diablo 3? Well, Derbler's, I was, I was just what, gonna what put is Derbler's. Der- is, is Derbler's like swollen tongue version of Diablo 3? Derbler's! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, proceed. Uh, no, I just want to state, I just want to state that if you look at the webcams, uh, on the YouTubes, that you'll see me probably as the podcast goes on, I just start becoming more perpetually drenched in sweat because I have turned my fan off in the window. Is it really and it's hot there today? It's very hot in this this room. It's as like you mentioned, it's like the first day where I'm I'm actually not going to be dying of heat. It is 82 right now. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a little bit colder here. It's been and raining it's, all day. It's there's literally zero airflow in this room. Well, all right, so let's get on to these quenchins really quick. Uh, first one is going to be uh, Wildstar is going to go free-to-play on September 29th. I'm excited about that. I just want to yeah, I just want to say really fast that I did uh-huh. get a chance to... Well, okay, when Wildstar... I'm going to make this story as quick as possible. When Wildstar launched, I joined a uh, semi-hardcore raiding guild. Um, the gating of content... I, I can't really say gating... Because it was attunement. There was a attunement process associated with getting into raids and stuff late game. The 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 attunement process to getting into raids was like a ten an eight to ten step process. I can't remember how much it is because it was like two years ago. But it was a it was a long process of attunement to get into doing raids. That right there already pulled people off of the interest of playing this game. Now, as it went out went on uh longer and longer people started dwindling numbers started going down because people were like whatever 
this game sucks. There's no population. There's no progression. Um, a two minutes of pain in the ass. All this stuff. So it was like, all right, well, shit. Now I quit because the group that I was running with to get attunements got into raiding at when I wasn't online, one of the nights that I couldn't make it, and I was stuck with the leftovers. Now, in my guild, I was a uh, officer, so I was really high up there. And I kept getting stuck with all these leftovers, and my, my group was always random, so we could never coordinate because these to pass these... Uh, the attunement process, you had to have coordination with your team. So eventually, after I left the game, because I couldn't get past that process, and everybody was already into the first raid, so I already lost my raiding spot, so I was like, fuck this, this isn't worth my time anymore. I still made some friends that I keep in touch with now, but uh, after all that happened, they decided to revamp a lot of the stuff, um, but they were still losing a lot of numbers, so they decided to do a free-to-play system that they are that they have in beta currently, um, which I am in, and they did change a ton of shit from since the game was uh, pay to pay to play um, a year and a half ago. Now the you're talking about the free to play. The free to play is actually releasing. In other words, anybody can play September 29th. Yes, um, sir. So that's going to be really interesting. The beta is still a little rocky. I was trying to play it uh, the other day when I first got access, and I ended up crashing. So I just decided. You know, I don't need to play right this instant. So what I'll do is I'll just wait. Um, you know what I mean until uh, the, the the game releases in full. So, all right. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And if you have never checked out Wildstar, now would be the time to check it out because it is actually quite a fun game. Um, or September 29th would be the time to check. It out. Is it close, is it closed beta right now, or can anybody get in? It's I think it's closed beta right now. Okay. Um, so if you're listening to this after September 29th, go play it. Yeah, fuckers. There you go. So anyway, that's what I meant. Next thing on the on the quenchins, uh, Guild Wars 2 is now free, and we're talking about the base Guild Wars 2. Um, so Guild Wars 2 has the original game, and then they've got their expansions and whatnot. What they're doing now is they're just going to make the base game free, and then all of the raids. I read somewhere in one of the articles that all of the raids will become available with the expansions as well. Um, so Guild Wars 2, free. A really high-quality, solid MMO, beautifully polished, really functional, Hopefully you have a semi decent PC because it does it is a little bit taxing on the PC. But other than that, it's free. You can go you're get. Gonna, it. You're gonna have to pay for expansions still, correctly? Correct. Though? Yes, yes. Okay. You still have to pay for expansions. That's just the base game. Uh, the next one on the list is Guild Wars Two: Heart of Thorns, which is their next Guild Wars Two expansion, is launching October 23rd. So if you're big in uh, Guild Wars Two, or if you used to be and you've gone away from it, there's a new expansion coming. Get back into it on October 23rd. You want to take the next few? <gasps> is there a squirrel? No, there's somebody being fucking loud outside my window. So, uh, Dark Souls 3 releasing April of 2016, mm-hmm. uh, which everybody knew. I think there's a big Bloodborne patch that's coming out right before that. Uh, Sounds bueno. So, if you're a fan of, Wait. of you know, the same old hack and slash, uh, super hard difficulty, um, Dark Soulsiness that you have been for the past... I, I count four games, well, three games, rather. Uh, the first, the second, and Bloodborne. Um, then you go out and pick up Dark Souls 3. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Online launching October 6th, which I'm actually rather excited for. I will probably be buying Metal Gear Solid Five by that point. Uh, right now, I'm still using Chris's account to play, but I haven't played past the tutorial uh, in the beginning of the game because I've been playing Mad Max, which I can talk about a little bit later if I... 
we have time. If we have time or I remember. Um, customizable beards in that game, by the way. Which is really rather exciting. There you go. Um, and then I wanted to write this on here, but he didn't. He didn't know anything about it. But Pokemon Go, uh, they announced this over the past. That, that's Pokemon Global Offensive. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be because basically what you got to do is they announced it last week. You got to go outside. Yeah, that 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 fancy level called outside, and go hunting for actual Pokemon uh, in the wild. And apparently there they'll Wait, be outside in real life. Yes. Yes, the the thing that is outside this window right here. Like DX9000 graphics? It's been too long since you've watched some Pure Onage, huh? No, I know. I know what... <laughs> I don't I don't get that that particular reference, but a DX, meaning DirectX, DirectX number, right now we're on DirectX 11. I think probably by DirectX 15 or 16, we should be pretty close to the real thing. So it's just gonna is it gonna be sort of like uh there was the that thing recently where you go to different like like landmark points and you collect things by going to those things. Is it gonna be something like that or is it gonna what is it gonna be like? How's what I'm work? understanding right now, there's really isn't much gameplay released. All there, all I'm not gonna see people out in the fucking world like with fake pokeballs, like fake throwing shit at fake things in fake environments, am I? Well they fake taking a shit. No. It, it's not going to be like that. Basically, Why has everything got to devolve into shit for you? You're going to have your phone, and all the only gameplay that they've shown so far is your Pokeball starts at the bottom of your phone, and you flick the Pokeball forward towards the Pokemon that's up here. And if you're lucky enough, maybe... I, I don't exactly know how the whole catching process works, but that's what they showed. Because they use G- GPS to say, hey, they just showed there's, that. A, there's a Pokemon in that house right there. you got to flick it towards the house. That's what the big thing is, and that's why people are all up in arms about it. It's because you have to have your GPS on so you, they know where you are. <clears throat> but you should be able to go out, and apparently, if you want to catch... Um, you know, a water type Pokemon, it'll be in the water if or or near water. If you want to, you know, if you want to catch um, a, a grass type Pokemon, it might be in the forest. But basically, they're they're selling two different, or they're going to have two different kinds available. I think the base game is going to be free. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work, um, but it'd be really interesting, a, 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 like a pay to play system, if they did like a free game entirely, start you off with you know a couple Pokeballs, but if you want to get more, you have to pay for them, which would be a really interesting system. That's just my, I guess, a guess that I had that would be really interesting. I don't know exactly how the pay to the payment system is going to be for this, but they're also going to have like a deluxe model that's going to come with like a wrist. Um, kind of like a button. It'll look like a watch, but it's going to be like a Pokeball-shaped button that will vibrate if you, there's any activity near you, if there's a, supposed to be a raid, which there's going to be raids now. Like, mm. all these people are going to group up to fight one mob, and if you or the Pokemon, rather. If you kill this Pokemon or or f- make it faint or whatever the hell, hell they say, um, basically, everybody gets that. Everybody that participated in it will get that Pokemon. Um, that's interesting. Make sure you uh, drop that article in for uh, the notes for yeah. Uh, so I'll put Jim. I'll put the article and I'll also put the video in there too. Perfect. And the video will give you a general idea of how the game's supposed to be. Um, there'll be trading and stuff like that uh, in the game. So you know, if I wanted to trade to you, we just have to. I don't know if we have to put in like usernames or something. They didn't exactly want to detail. Obviously, they're just. There's two people like all you see is the back of their phones and they're like, oh, look at me. What do you do with the Pokemon once you have them? Do you battle them? Do you progress at all or do you you just collect? You can battle. You can trade. You can do raids to get more Pokemon. Um, 
you battling other people or battling other people yeah oh. i don't know if there's like in the wild battles i don't know i don't know i don't know about through. this i, don't I know. am really interesting but interested inter- interested in i it. am really interesting you know what i am <laughs> i am well let's get some news going at least on, that's huh? what my mom always told me have you heard about uh, GameStop shenanigans that's going on lately? I haven't heard about most of the things that you put in here, so you don't have to ask me that for everything, every single thing. Most of them are yours. Um, actually, most of them are yours. One, Only three two, of them are mine. Three. It's half and half. Three and three. Fifty. 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 Actually, you wrote most of the the questions, so I well, I'm talking about news articles. You are, go ahead. Why are we arguing? GameStop <laughs> is going to stop selling digital bundles with their consoles. Now, this is console news. We like to try and focus on PC news. This is kind of big and interesting, and I wanted to talk about this because we do have some roots in, in console stuff, and we talk about console news when it is interesting to us because we talk about whatever the fuck we want whenever we're fucking interested. So back the fuck off, Jim. Um, GameStop announced that they will be moving away from digital bundles, um, which... Like I said, console bundles that are not coming with physical discs. They're coming with a box that you open it up and it's got a fucking code in it that you go enter online and you download the game. Um, it's It's been in effect since last month, um, starting with Madden 2016. Um, but what they're doing is they're working with Sony, Microsoft, and EA to have the retailers provide physical copies with their new consoles. Um GameStop is saying that if Sony and Microsoft continue to release digital bundles, they're going to turn to third-party physical bundles, which means that basically they're going to go over uh, their heads and they're going to go to people like EA and Ubisoft and they're going to make exclusive deals with them for the physical copies. And so Sony and Microsoft are going to be, I guess, somehow missing out on some sort of a cut. But basically, GameStop is threatening them that if they don't stop doing digital bundles in regards to GameStop. I mean, I don't think that they care so much about other people as much as they do themselves. I'm sure that they would want nobody to do this uh, so that GameStop can get all those fucking used games in. But basically, that's what they're saying. Um, And in my opinion, this is a total desperation move. Uh, GameStop is becoming more and more off the grid. Nobody cares about GameStop to a much greater amount than they used to not care about GameStop, you know, and their whole, uh, their whole revenue source, a major part of their revenue source, uh, consists around them selling a full price game to somebody. And then when that person is done with that game, they come and return it. And then they mark that game down by 10 and they pay that person 10 bucks or 20 bucks for that game to get it to, Let's to be real, it it's about ten dollars. Yeah, maybe Every five time. or t- it depends, and it depends on the popularity of the game. And it depends on all sorts of things. Even if it's, it's just released, you just still only get. I think the max I've ever seen a game go for if you if you bought it for sixty bucks, mm-hmm. the most they'll give you is like twenty five to thirty dollars. It's yeah, it's 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 always more than a fifty percent cut. Almost, it's huge. It's a huge discount, or it's a huge discount for them to buy it back. Yeah, but they buy it back, and then what they're doing is they're knocking off five or ten bucks. And they're selling it used back to you. So you're getting a $60 game for 50 or 55 bucks, and it's been used and lightly used. But basically, what they're doing is they're generating, you know, near double to triple, depending on how many times this game is bought and returned and bought and returned and bought and returned. Depending on how many times that does, all of these physical copies are selling multiple times. And so that is a huge source of their income. And in fact, their used games, uh, 
business structure generates one third of their revenue right now. And it's 45% of their gross profits. So check this out, one third of the revenue. And it goes to show how much of a profit it is for them because they're just re- they're, they're recycling all these games that it's almost half of their gross profits for the whole entire company. So they're desperate to lock down this method and and secure it but honestly they are treading water like they're they're drowning right now and people are gonna eventually switch over to all digital right now 20 percent of all console games are sold digitally and that's way higher for pc gaming i believe than but this is just for console games that we're talking about because this is console bundles but it's only going to keep going up and up and up as the convenience gets better and as the storage gets cheaper and the storage gets bigger and faster people are just going to be and Unless people like Comcast come in and put limits on everything and then fuck everybody and everybody's going to be like, fuck it, we're going to get physical games, go GameStop. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they are just holding their breath and and hoping to God that they can weather some storm that's definitely not going to be going away. I mean, what we have here is basically what happened to Radio Shack, right? It's, shit's just becoming obsolete. It's just becoming phased out with, with how the boom of the internet and everything coming back. There really is no reason to go to a physical store to get a disc anymore. Especially when you could just sit at home, press one button on your controller, and buy it and download it, and then have that thing on your system in a matter of minutes anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's really it's turning GameStop obsolete, and mm-hmm. especially when it's run by with such terrible management. Um. And also, uh, I had a buddy who worked at a GameStop that was a manager, uh, whom was a manager. And talking uh, about Ray? No. Oh, Ray worked at GameStop for like five years. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure he bitched about it a lot too. But the buddy that I had, uh, always, 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 we would we would go in and see him. Now we met him when he was working at GameStop. That's how we met this guy. We went into GameStop. We talked. I met this guy, right? His name's Aaron. Yeah, yeah, we hung out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we went in and we talked to him, and we nice talked guy. to him more and more every time we'd go in. He's still awesome. Um, if you're into uh, rap, he does rap now. Um, he I did th- it back. Yeah, he's been doing it for I, a long time. I believe time. if you look up on Facebook, it's the name of his group is Mushmouth and the Clockwork Rapparatus. I believe is the full name of his group. Uh, so if you like rap, go check it out. Um, it's actually pretty good. I have a a pin on my lamp over there actually that has says Mush Love on it with a heart uh but um either way we went in and we we got to know him when he was there and he moved branches to another place and he was always 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 working pretty much to the point where we were gonna be passing by gamestop anyways let's go say hi to aaron is he working today probably and we go in and nine times out of ten he'd always be working um he was really never allowed to take time off uh he usually always had to be there not just because he was a manager. There was another manager that worked there, too. He was always there. Definitely don't want to speak for the whole company based on, like, one district manager being a shitty dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure maybe his boss was just real shitty, but... Hey, if you work for GameStop and you have the same experience, please let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or email or something because I'm pretty sure that's... that's yeah, make sure you make sure you tag GameStop in that conversation, too. Fucking I'm, pretty bring it sure, I'm pretty sure that's all of GameStop. I'm pretty sure it's not just this one dude because... I don't hear good things about GameStop, here's, that's for sure. Here's what ended up happening. Here's how this whole thing unfolded, right? We went to a GameStop that he started at. We hung out with him there. It was in the middle of a mall, so we couldn't stay. When they started closing, we had to leave. Now, when he got his own store, 
and got promoted to an actual manager. We went in and we hung out there and we hung out and we got to know some of the guys that worked there and become friends with them and stuff too. And basically they closed the doors and they'd hang out for a little bit after the, the, the doors were closed and locked and everything. And we'd sit there and talk to them for 10 minutes after they close, just bullshitting about games that are coming out or how their life's been or whatever. And it was really cool because it was just calm and relaxed compared to like, it was a way for them to de-stress with the busy situation that they have 10 year old kids coming in, bitching about the latest call of duty, not being good or whatever. And then eventually he moved to another store to manage another store. And we, it was a little ways further than this one was. So we went to go see him there and one of the nights we ended up staying past the time when they were supposed to be closing. Turns out that we were in the store while there was another uh, guy there that was trying to become a manager and trying to take over Aaron's position. Well, what ended up happening was that guy reported hit, reported Aaron to his the district manager, basically saying, hey, the manager authorized people to stay in the store after closing. And he was pretty much fired that week. Now, Kayla and myself felt terrible about this whole mm-hmm. situation because we cost the guy his job, right? Yeah. He literally said, don't worry about it. I feel so much better now being out of that place. I felt trapped before, uh, but now I feel I feel relieved. I feel uh, stress-free with the fact that I got out of that. So, I mean, it, it, he didn't like it. And it was... it Obviously, I didn't work there, so I can't speak... Mm-hmm. Um, based on all the goings on there, but what I've heard is it's not good. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a tangent about no. Yeah, buddy. you're fine. I don't hear much good about it either, and I didn't know that all that happened. That's a bummer. But it's thing, it's oversights like that that drive me nuts because you've got two probably high paying, very valuable customers right there. Those are the, you guys are the kind of customers that Gamespot needs to survive. Mm-hmm. you're the only kind of customers that they need to survive yet you're going to fire somebody that allows that kind of a customer to become really good friends with the GameStop employees and keeps keeps them coming in and keeps them talking about games and buying games there yeah that's it's the like thing at some point you become so loyal to that to that um staff that you're buying games there just because that's helping them exactly I mean, that's that's what happens that's the only way that those kind of businesses are going to survive and they'll never see it and the, and they're just their heads are too far down in the sand and it, it drives me nuts man you i know, could rant about that kind of shit all day the reason we went into gamestop was initially because i had nothing to do when mm-hmm. when kayla would want to go to a that's store the only reason i go into gamestop anymore when we're at the mall yeah and i'm bored because we've been going in all of katie's and lila's shops i'm like i'm just gonna walk into gamestop see what's going on i never buy anything yeah i just but walk I- into gamestop and i would pick up cases and this was back when gamestop uh this was this was probably early 2000s so they had a ton of pc games on the shelf still mm-hmm. like their whole back was all all the shelves were all pc games so i was always looking for new pc games to pick up because this was before steam we got really huge mm-hmm. Um, I believe I actually picked up Half-Life 2 from there, and then that's when Orange, I got the Box, Orange Box from and there. all that stuff. Yeah, I bought all of that from that GameStop branch from my buddy Aaron because I'd go in there, he'd greet me, he'd be super personable, super happy, and um, you know, it would actually cheer me up to the point where I'd talk to him about video games. I'd talk to him about what our passions are. You know, we get to know each other, we trade phone numbers, then we'd go out and hang out, we'd go out and get dinner, we'd go out and do stuff. And um and all that and n- now since he left pretty much after they started moving his store down uh we stopped going because of that particular reason right there is because the one reason we went to GameStop they got rid of PC games first mm-hmm. which 
drastically meant we wouldn't have went, never went to GameStop again mm-hmm. uh, had our buddy not worked there. But then after my buddy started working there, or was working there, rather, the only reason we went in is to get PlayStation games. Uh, I bought a 360 from him, I think it was. And um, after that, it was pretty much, there was no reason to go in other than to see him. Mm-hmm. Because most of that shit, by that time, you could buy online. Mm-hmm. So there was really no reason at all to go into the store to say just other than to say hi. After they got rid of him, I have yet to step foot in another GameStop since then because there's no reason to. And I think that you and me are kind of on the same level with most of the most people in general where GameStop has become obsolete and it's kind of a pain in the ass to go in there. Well, so, that, that and the fact that when you walk into a GameStop, nine times out of ten, how are you greeted? Oh, hey, not, man. Hey, man, what's up? Let me know if you need anything. Yeah. Or not greeted at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, you get that happy guy. But nothing was ever to the point where somebody is super excited. It's to work definitely there. an unwelcome feeling when you go in there and you're just browsing through the bargain bins and you just feel awkward and you feel like, let's just get out of here. It just feels yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's some exceptions to the rules. There can be some good apples in there that actually say hi and are personable that, yeah. and stuff. So I'm, we're not speaking on behalf of all GameStop employees. So you well, know, some of our best friends work there. You know, obviously. Yeah. Don't hit us up with the. Well, my GameStop, I got so many employees there that love talking to me. Do it. I'm going to call you a retard, and then I'm going to block you. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the next next thing. You go ahead and talk about this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Zero interest at all. I don't have very much interest, but I'm, I I might have had a little bit of interest sparked because it's going into open beta. But Star Wars Battlefront, I've never had too much interest in Star Wars Battlefront, but it is going to go into open beta, which is interesting because the beta is going to be for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, which I think is really exciting. Um, the, I don't know if it's going to be like cross-play, but all of the systems are going to have open beta. And it's going to... Uh, it, it was previously stated that the beta is going to become... Um, available in early october so we'll see if that holds true they didn't announce any new dates along with the announcement of open beta for all the consoles but uh basically the, you know like i said it's, it's coming out the beta is also gonna be playable offline uh which allows you to do the survival mission mode offline um which is some sort of a mission mode that's set in tatooine uh you can play that by yourself or what i think is neat is that you can play that split screen with somebody else and split screen is something that's been kind of being phased out of a lot of games and any game that will uh put sp- split screen into their into their uh game is going to give a lot more respect to that game from me just because I would love to be able to sit down and play a game with my girl or something split screen, and nobody does that anymore, and it frustrates me. Okay, but real quickly, I was going to state you—you you said you didn't know if it was going to be cross-platform, right, uh, or plus, cross-play, cross-cross-platform via playing together cross-platform. Right, right, right. Uh, it turns out that the EA Star Wars Twitter page uh, made the following announcement uh, about four months ago. Uh, basically, somebody asked if they could. It shows be... you how much we're interested in this game, by the way. Yeah, it says it. Uh, uh, blah blah blah. Somebody asked if it would be cross-platform play. They said, "If you mean, can they play together via cross-platform?" Question mark. Star Wars Battlefront will not support cross-platform functionality. Yeah, that's about right. That that reiteration of the same fucking question is just stupid. <laughs> yeah, like that's no gro- ghost crawler right there. Somebody needs to step up their game. Yeah. So you, it's, you know, all right. That brings me on to a whole other tangent, side tangent. Well, let, let, let's wrap this up then. Really no, 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 no. Oh, is it this related? This is about Star Wars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. the cross-platform play. 
the Rocket League is a really good example of this because Rocket League has cross-platform play. I will say that it's good that they're not going to have cross-platform play because the PC would destroy PS4 and Xbox One, so that would that's, be frustrating for them. That's the reason why they're not going to do it. Exactly. Because they've already tried it before, but previously with a game called Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, I think it was Shadowrun. I'm pretty sure it was Shadowrun uh, for the original Xbox or Xbox, I think it was 360. Um, I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now. Maybe you can look it up while I'm talking. Uh, but basically they tried it with that game and they had it for PC and they also had it for, I believe it was 360 at the time. And as they went into the game, people would just get destroyed by people on PC because obviously a mouse is more accurate than your thumbsticks. So that's probably Shadow the reason. Run, a science fantasy tabletop role-playing game. Does that sound right? No. no that's okay. So maybe, maybe you're thinking, are you thinking about that, that Eve game that was a, for, that was a shooter? That was on no. PlayStation. No, no, that was uh, that was I think that was Eve five sixteen or something. Yeah, I think is what it was called. No, I don't know one, if that was cross platform play or not, but Shadowrun is some sort of a tabletop. Shadow, game. yes, uh, the game I'm thinking about is called Shadowrun. It was for the Xbox three sixty, and it was also released on games for Windows for PC, uh, and it was developed. Fuck. Let me see, cross. I guess there's just a couple different games called Shadowrun in there across. Yeah, cro- uh, Shadowrun's a, a huge like turn-based RPG right now for PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not just Shadowrun though. It's there's there's a whole Shadowrun universe, basically like tech sci-fi universe with some fantasy thrown in. Like uh, it has some trolls and gnomes and dwarves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting RPG. If you have a PC, you go out and try it. But that's that's a whole other thing. But Basically, Rocket League is a really good example of this whole cross-platform play being the fact that PS4 players can play with PC players. It keeps the population for that game big and booming because of the amount of people from both platforms that are continuously playing it. If you get on a PC and you see you only have 5,000 people left playing on a certain game, whereas a month ago you had like 10 times that amount, you're going to think the game's dying and you're going to slowly start pl- stop playing like everybody else. But if you keep playing and you're getting matched up with people on the console, a lot of times people buy console games to play these games for a long, long time. So you're going to get on and you're going to see people and you're going to see a lot more people playing because they are using the PS4 or they're using the PC. So this game longevity of Rocket League especially is going to be going on a lot longer, plus the competitive aspect behind it too, which I believe Chris and I discussed last week. So... Mm-hmm. That's all. I, that's the side tangent I wanted to get out. Was this whole cross-platform thing with an FPS? It's going to be difficult to do it, but if you can do it, it will definitely make your game strive a lot longer than it will without. Yeah, I think so. You're. I mean, you're 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 mashing up all the different gaming cultures and gaming pods into one. Just more people to play with, right? Yep. All right, and uh, why don't you take the next one? Okay, so I briefly read about this this morning while I was waiting for my bus to go and go to downtown. I had to stop uh, a little ways through it because of the fact that uh, I got distracted by looking for houses again. But real quickly, um, because actually we are, how long are we in? Are we 53 minutes? Jesus. I got to stop going on tangents. 54 minutes I've got. Well, that's including your 10 second oh, right. previous right, clap, right, 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 clap right. session or whatever. Clap on, clap off. Train News Podcast. I like that. It was a good plug. All right. Um, so Resident Evil Umbrella Corpse. Excuse me. I'm drinking vanilla Coke and it's it's 
it's fighting back. Better out than in, I always say. Uh, so yeah, Resident Evil Umbrella Corpse. Basically, uh, or if you want to pronounce it correctly, it's core. But right, I was I was gonna say I wonder. I know I, every, I like, it's one of those like, weird things. It's like Colonel versus Colonel. Colonel. I don't fucking know, dude. That's why I always say corpse because I always get that one person that's like, "You mean core? Yeah, no, core. I mean corpse." I mean, I'm reading the letters the way that they're spelled. I mean, you corpse bag. without an e. I'm gonna uh, make you a corpse if you don't shut the fuck up. But basically, this article was posted on what website was this on? Kotaku. Okay, so somebody at Kotaku. Uh, this was just revealed at the Tokyo Game Show. I think is what it, where it was because that's why this was just posted now today because yeah. the Tokyo Game Show just happened. Um, so basically, it was announced this week as a 20th anniversary, 20th anniversary uh, title for the franchise on PS4 and PS and the PC. I can't speak today. It's difficult. Uh, so basically, yeah, I'm I 20th anniversary. I'm I'm just fucking throwing this up. Uh, just kill me. So yeah, okay. So basically, the, the 20th. I got this. 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 Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, let me just just rub your throat a little bit. Do you have a pickle <clears throat> or a, or something you can shove down your throat to just widen it up a little bit or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm dead. Out. Do I'm, you, I'm. Do you have all your rib? Do you have all your lower ribs? Wait, would this would this work? Can I put this down my throat? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna loosen it up. It's not. It's not wide enough. <laughs> It'll loosen you know? it up. Yeah, it, it might lubricate it. It'll inadver- loosen. I, yeah, It'll loosen. It just. It won't loosen. Here, wait. I got something right. Okay, so we'll just use the knife, and then we'll use this for anybody that's not watching the the actual YouTube video. I held up a knife. I opened it up. I said, "Will this help?" And then I held up tape. So now we're all in on the inside joke, okay? <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, about this game, it's going to be a close quarter multiplayer shooter that has kind of a zomb- zombie element style threat in the background. The demo shown uh, at the Tokyo Game Show was a three on three. There's no idea if there's going to be more game modes released later on. They don't know. They're unsure. Um but they would, you know, I would be surprised if they didn't actually mm-hmm. have another game mode besides this one. But basically, the zombies play multiple roles um, in the games, and you could use them as shield or cover. Uh, you can try to create diversions with them, but then you also have to avoid them killing you. Now, you have each character has a zombie jammer on its back. Uh, basically, this thing will render you. Uh, invisible to the zombies. Mm-hmm. Now, the enemy team can shoot you, and if they hit the zombie jammer, it will it will disable it, and then zombies will be able to detect you and swarm on you. So if they were trying to kill you, and maybe they weren't able to fully kill you, but your zombie cha- jammer got fucked up in the process, all of a sudden, all of the zombies are just beeling yeah, towards like, you. Basically, what you could do is you can grab a zombie for cover mm-hmm. and hold him in front of you, Mm-hmm. And let him be like a, a moving, like a riot shield, yeah, like a, a shield exactly for to a bullet sponge as you uh, try to counter the, the the person that's shooting you. Well, if they end up hitting your zombie jammer because you turn around or do whatever, it will disable your zombie jammer, and then right. zombies will start coming after you again. Um, so then you have to kill all the zombies. Then you have you're die. then you have on top of the threat of the enemy team also the zombies, right? 
now I don't know how it works if the zombie jammer is just out the whole time, but basically the whole way that this works is it kind of works. Think of it like Counter Strike, whereas once you're dead, you're dead for that round, and there's mm-hmm. nothing else you could do. Which you could, down, did you read this whole article? You said um, you didn't quite read the whole thing. I didn't read this last part. I read most of it, but I didn't. This read This is last one of part. my huge rants. There's a big. There's a big. Uh, paragraph in there and it's one of my hugest rants ever is these fucking game reviewers and this this one on here it says he doesn't like that when you die you don't respawn and he doesn't like the multiplayer element of this game because you die you don't respawn so how is he supposed to figure out what the game is like i'm like dude play more rounds you fucking douchebag yeah basically if you're familiar with the way counter-strike works once you die you're dead for that round it's Unless gonna be a playing similar match, it's gonna be a, a similar it's going to be a similar scenario with this game where once you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? There was a movie that that was the slogan. If you die in the game, you die in real life. I can't remember the name of the movie now. No, it's it's ringing the vaguest of, of bells. I went and saw it in theaters because I was like, oh, a video game movie. It's called Stay Alive. And it, oh, ha- it 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 starred who did it star? Who uh, did Frankie it star? Frankie Muniz. Really? Yes, Frankie Muniz is who it star who was starring in it, which is why I was like, I gotta see this because Frankie Muniz is his band must not be doing yeah. very well nowadays. Oh well, that was 2006, so this was before his <laughs> band, I believe. But either way, you wrote in here seems to be competing with CS:GO because nobody expected the 20th anniversary game to stray away from the traditional model and into a multiplayer model. Uh, was this because of Counter Strike's exponential growth and popularity? Popularity. I don't think it was, but maybe it was. I don't know, man. It's my hard my to question say. is because they've never gone this route before, especially for an exclusive title. This is their twentieth anniversary. It's a major milestone for them, and they're releasing a Counter Strike esque game now. Counter Strike. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Twitch viewership and stuff lately, and all the competitions going on and stuff, but it is really exploding exponentially it really truly is and now even when there's not tournaments going on it's still like three four sometimes second on twitch viewers and that's just for streamers that's not competition that's not those numbers are not boosted because of competitions those are just streamers counter-strike is blowing up and i'm wondering resident evil is looking at this and they're like well they're huge it's our 20th anniversary i mean and maybe they're thinking like it's an it's a now or never type of scenario or something like that. But everybody's like, what the hell are they doing straying from this model that has always been Resident Evil? I mean, you could you could tie up Resident Evil into a ball and, and it's basically one thing. It's it's that that same style that it's always been after 20 years. And now they're changing it. It's just a weird time to change it. And I kind of felt like maybe there's got to be pressures coming from other popular well, sources. To be to be frank, I didn't like the whole route that they took with Resident Evil as it is, anyways. The whole over the shoulder style gameplay with Resident Evil is not what Resident Evil was about originally. Resident Evil was about survival horror, uh, fixed camera angles, so you couldn't see everything. That was part of the the tension of being able to being playing one of these games is the fact that. You didn't know everything that was around you. There could be a zombie. If you walked into a new hallway and it split left and right, and if the camera angle was just looking down the right hallway, you didn't know if there was a zombie the other way. So you had to go that little distance down the other pathway to maybe see a a zombie on the ground or something crawling towards you. You know what I mean? There was mm-hmm. that always that tension that you would, that came from playing the original ones because of the fact that the camera angles were a limitation onto the system. 
But now, with the whole over-the-shoulder point of view, they kind of turned it more into an action horror-type game uh, instead of a survival horror-type game. Now, obviously, you're com- you're competing with yourself to try to uh, keep ammo and stuff on hand and fully stocked, but again, it comes back down to the fact that you can see anything that you want to see by looking at it. But the traditional you versus the environment was what it's always been. And now it's just flipped on its head, kind of. Like, they just threw zombies into their version of a Counter-Strike game. And then they're just trying to use zombies as some sort of another twist. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. It it does not sound appealing at all. Well, that depends. If it's a free-to-play game, I would play it. I mean, yeah, when it's it's free-to-play, you'll try it. But it's not going to be successful, especially when it's free-to-play. Because it's just like... It's just another coin it in depends. the pot. It depends, honestly, to me. It depends how how they do their system. If they make it a free to play system, but they also are, you know, they don't they don't screw you over by in putting pay to win items in there. You know what I mean, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, if they do it so it's reasonable, like I've always said, that free to play systems should be. Um, I probably would pick it up and play it. It would be a good a good game to pick up at going to a land, going to the, my land that I go to, or playing with friends. Uh, especially if it's, the game mode's only three on three. That's the thing I'm unsure about. I don't think that I'd be okay with a three on three type game mode. That would be boring to me. So, do you think that a big open environment, let's say like ten on ten, like some big massive two player? two team you got like the scientists who are trying to reverse the changes of the whole zombie thing versus the play versus the people that have been fucking eaten by the zombies and they're like fuck this we're gonna just kill all the zombies we're not gonna try and save them or something like that i don't know you got like some sort some sort of two faction or something they're just going at it on a big massive scale and you can use zombies on a on a big scale like that do you think that that would be more fun three on three is pretty small Three on three is really small, especially for the method where you die and you don't respawn now, until the mat- round is over. Here's the thing, right? I just played it. I just tried this recently. It was a terrible game, but Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City that came out. Uh, when was this? Uh, 2012. It didn't get very good reviews. It got thrashed by people because it was boring gameplay wise and otherwise. But basically, well, the way they did it is they released the the this game and. As you would go into a mission, you had the option to pick from, I think it was like six different like style class mercenaries, and each different one did something different. Like you had one that was just a brute force assault class. You had one that was a medic slash scientist kind of person um, that would that would be able to heal teammates and things. You had one that was a stealth. You had one that was a sniper. You had one that was like a big demolitions guy, and you had another one that was more like a commando. So you had all these different type classes. If they took a system like that, like a class-based system with this zombie type, the the whole zombie jammer and stuff mm-hmm. system, the zombies recover and all that, on top of the once you die in a round, you're dead for that round, and they did this, the class base, they did all that stuff, I think it would be a game that is actually quite golden. But as it sounds, a three-on-three standard ex-soldier versus standard ex-soldier fighting one another it just comes down to being out being able to outsmart the person you're playing against like if it was me playing against you my goal would be to number one would be to destroy your zombie jammer because that makes one less thing for you to hide behind 
because then zombies are going now going after you. So now on top of a threat of me killing you, you have a threat of the zombies killing you. That's what I would do. Whereas you would probably, I'm not saying this is what you'd do, but you probably would just go for a straight up headshot and try to kill me right off the bat. You know what I mean? So it comes down to a sense of strategy. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. When you were telling me your strategy, I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to shoot you in the head and the round is over. Exactly. <laughs> that's what that's, I was thinking. But that's what it comes down to is it comes down to a strategy like that as opposed to team coordination and stuff like that. Now, I'm sure that there's methods where like grenades would probably explode and destroy their their you know zombie jammer. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Too. So there's probably lots of different things. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested to follow this and see what happens. I have to see what other I, game modes come out. Yeah, and we'll, you know, it's early in the announcement process anyway. Yeah, like literally it was just announced a couple days ago. So, because um, we're on the ball with all your news here at Train Noobs. Please, somebody email him. Uh, First Assault is a Nexon based free uh, to play shooter that is being released. And check out this name. Now, First Assault is the shortened version of this name. The actual name of this game is Ghost in the Shell, comma, Standalone complex dash first assault. It's actually Ghost in the Shell semicolon. What did I say? Or, or colon actually. Sorry, colon, not say? semicolon. You said comma. <laughs> colon. So basically, it's based off of the Ghost in the Shell universe. Which, if you're familiar with Ghost in the Shell, it's actually a, a pretty damn good anime. I'd recommend going to watch it. Cool. So they probably got the rights to that, I guess. Or yeah, yeah. Nexon. Nexon is obviously they're Korean based. Uh, they do lots of free to play stuff. It's always mediocre. You know, I guess if you were to rate yeah. it on Met, Meta Metacritic, it's probably always getting sixty five. They or never really had anything that's like really standout type game. Mm, um, no. But they are one of the more I mean, reputable, reputable, trusted free to play. Maple uh, Story developers. was probably their biggest game. Was Maple which, Story, which was huge. But that was kind of a lightning strike in a bottle type mm-hmm. of scenario. Um, anyway, this game is going to be launching next year with closed beta from uh, closed beta closed beta this year from August first to the fourth. Uh, it's going to have eight characters that you can choose from that you're playing the game with, and all your characters have special body augmentations, weapon attachments, enhanced abilities, and there's this thing called skill sync, I guess, where you're combining all your abilities with your teammates to create like some super ability. And so there's a lot of dynamic gameplay with this game, it looks like. But at the end of the day, it's a Nexon free-to-play. And so I should check out the Ghost of the Shell thing because maybe that a cool I'm always cool with it with a cool anime or a cool storyline to check it out. You've never seen Ghost in the Shell? No, I haven't. Yeah, I've been out of the anime circle for a while go check but, it out yeah if it's on netflix that sounds great i've been wanting to rewatch death note and full metal alchemist and bleach and stuff lately and all those are on netflix so anyway i mean it's a we we were talking about um first person shooters with the resident evil we threw this in there we frequently like to talk about free-to-play games because it is a it is a big part of what we do as pc gamers it's on for, uh hulu okay yeah, sorry. And now, and now Hulu has that new model where you pay an additional four dollars and you don't get ads, except for some specific shows that will do fifteen second pre. Yeah, those damn specific shows. Um, I don't remember the. I think it's, it's like, like Mad Fox. Men and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a couple there's a couple of studios that they couldn't get full rights to have no commercials on, but another four bucks. The first the first thought I had with this Hulu give us another four dollars and we won't give you ads. It's like fuck you guys. Like just do what but How about whatever. Just don't everybody's excited ads. about it i know everybody's excited about it and they're like i'll pay another four it's like that's 
that's where that gets dangerous where everybody just says yeah i'll pay another four bucks for no ads it's like yeah but then they're like oh cool well these 15 second pre-rolls are gonna be on here we're gonna charge you another four dollars to get all these off later down the road and they're gonna keep creeping up and before you know it you're paying more than your cable bill was already yeah i'm not i'm not paying the extra four dollars for hulu they can suck a dick fuck that they shouldn't fat wide dick i didn't say wide uh they should not have ads in the first place um that is kind of a bullshit practice so i just don't agree with that so i'm not gonna they, they are definitely tied down by a lot of the shit that these studios do where you have to have ads on these shows because the studios are fucking they're not show creating things they're ad sellers that's all these fucking honestly people are. honestly if they didn't have so many shows that kayla watched mm-hmm. i wouldn't i would not have hulu i'm definitely in netflix camp when it comes to netflix versus hulu for sure yeah, we don't even have a Netflix account. So you don't. Mm-mm. I love Netflix. I have. I have. It's a, really good for kids. Too. I have a computer. I know that doesn't apply to you guys, but I have a computer and I have YouTube. There you go. That's I watch a lot all, of shit on YouTube, dude. Like I, I. Oh, time to eat dinner. All right, we'll sit down and watch a fifteen-minute YouTube video of some random guy blowing something up or something stupid so that's fun that's and you're always getting you're always getting a mixed bag when it comes to youtube for sure so yeah. you're kind of you know you're well versed as far as you know all that shit goes so ghost in the shell standalone complex first assault another first person free-to-play shooter i mean not much else to say about it it's gonna have a gimmick system kind of like how the resident evil umbrella core has a we're, gimmick system. we're gonna we're gonna try it because it's free to play yup and just just like everything else but unlike everything else, uh, they announced the new Nintendo president. You want to tell us about that? Not really. I guess I have to. Well, S- do it. So I'm going to slot this guy's name. Tatsumi uh, uh, Tatsumi Kimishima. Is that it? Kimishima? Tatsumi Kimishima? Kimishima? Something T- like that. Tatsumi Kimishima, I think, because it's, it's got an eye in there. Right. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Kimishima has been named uh, the new president of Nintendo. So you remember a while back we talked about Iwata passing mm-hmm. away. Uh, so this guy's replacing him as the the president of Nintendo. Uh, in this in in Nintendo, he's actually filled a lot of roles. Um, most recently, coming from Human Resources. Obviously, this guy wasn't the first choice of a successor to Iwata. Uh, they wanted somebody more young and spry, but and they probably needed more time to figure it all out. But but they needed someone s- in the interim. Yep, they need somebody in there, you know. And so he's pretty much, yeah, he's pretty much just holding the spot for now. Yeah, so he's in there. He's going to be in there for one year. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they'll probably see how he did it after the one year. But this guy was actually kind of smart because he said that he ex- he expected to get some Wii U struggles uh, because it's really similar to the Wii. Um, so, Which is a really smart insight, man. That that console fucking bombed. It didn't. For- it didn't bomb. I mean, they they have copies out there. They sold a lot, but nowhere near the amount of like a PS4. You can okay. go ahead and look up sales numbers. I, 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 I just I just want to look them up because because I know they're doing better than when I did they release? Think, I think they're doing better than the Xbox One actually. No, take it back. Hurry up before you get emails. Nope, I'm I'm gonna stick with it. I think they're doing better than Xbox. Tell me, hit me with those numbers. You're not gonna like. Okay, so Wii U hit 10 million console sales in July. Okay, when was it released? I don't know. Look that up for me. I'm gonna look up Xbox One sales. 
And let's see. We released in... I'm going based off of North America numbers because... Um, I'm not going to go based off of Japan because... Oh, actually, it was later in Japan. What? November 18th, 2012. So it's been out for about three years at this point. Three years, 10 million. That's like 3.3 million a year. Right? Okay, keep going. All right. Um... Come on, man. I'm I'm reading through some things. What the God, fuck do you want from me? Slow. All right. So well, let's see. PS4 sales were three million for the quarter. So so Wii U did three point three million per year over the over their three years. PS4 sold three million in a quarter. I'm trying to I search Xbox, um, but all they're showing is fucking revenue numbers. Microsoft moved one point four million in a quarter in one quarter. So that was up from their previous 1.1 million. So if I could find the fucking total number, stupid GameSpot, man, they could fucking <laughs> die in a fire. Um, <laughs> Sony, see, you think All we right. could just? So did you find something? Yeah. Now I don't know how accurate this go. is or how. I got it. All right. What do you got? Sony PS4 has recently passed 25 million. This is as of August. Okay. 25 million. Xbox One, 13 million. So Xbox okay. One is already 3 million more. Wii U? And 10 million. Okay. So 10 million for Wii U over three years. And how, when did Xbox One release? Um, so Wii U is selling I think, point, was, I think it was pretty close to that. 3.3 million a year is what is what Wii U is selling. Xbox One's been almost two years, right? I don't know. I don't have those numbers in front of me. A lot Basically, more. guys, don't a worry about more. it. We're a PC-related podcast, so all I'm we don't saying, give a shit. Xbox One has sold a lot more than Wii U. That's all I'm saying. Um, Correction, 3 million is not a lot more, especially when it comes to console sales. I'm talking about for the time that they've been released. Give it give it the same time that Wii Xbox U has. Xbox One release date mm-hmm. was... Where you at? Where you at? You said November 2012 for the Wii U. Yes. Uh Where the fuck? What just give me give me the I know it's so fucking Oh my god. All right. Xbox One released November 22nd, 2013. 2000, one one year, year later. So so that's a difference of 6 so that's twice. They're selling twice as much. Because it's been two, it's been two years for the Xbox One, so they're selling six point five million a year, and the the Wii U is selling three point three million a year. Bam, twice, twice the amount. I wouldn't say they're bad numbers, considered all things considered, with the console. It's a handheld console. But it, what, it well, no, I mean it's not supposed. It's 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 confused. That's what it is because it's, it's both. Confused. It's both. <laughs> it, 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 and and it doesn't even compare to the Wii. It's Nintendo. Nintendo should be up there with. The rest of them, you know what I well, mean. All I have to say is, hopefully, this guy that came in as the president, uh, Kimishimi, Kimishi, Kim, uh, hopefully, when he goes in there, uh, he he realizes that people, them not being able to let people stream their games on YouTube or put videos up on YouTube of Nintendo games and continued copyright strikes against people that put Nintendo stuff up if you're that not that would be cool if but. you're not part of the Nintendo streaming program if they he finally realizes eventually that hey maybe 
maybe that's not such a good idea. It doesn't really get us any kind of publicity, especially good. This is the deal with this guy. He's only in for one year. All he's going to do is make sure the house doesn't burn down. You know, that's that's all he's yeah. going to do. And and I did read that he is going to be heading up their mobile pushes. And so they've got a lot of plans for mobile. They didn't say anything about any of that kind of stuff. But really, this guy just needs to come in. He needs to fucking make sure the house doesn't burn down. He could be one of those guys that just tries to just fucking blow something up. That way he continues to be there. But I, I don't get that, man. The Japanese are not like that. He's just going to save face. Be respectable, not burn the house down. They're going to get somebody else in in a year, and then all this stuff is going to keep keep going the same fucking way it always has gone. And well, that's Nintendo. Hopefully, uh, you said they're going to be focusing on mobile stuff. Yeah, the, they've got some mobile focused well, stuff coming up for sure. It was it's wanted, in the article. What I wanted to say really quickly about the whole Pokemon Go thing earlier is that I love the fact that it's on your phone. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go out and get a special console for it. You always have your phone on you when you're going out, going out, going somewhere, going to dinner or whatever, or right. going on a trip. You always have your phone on you, so it's always something. It's like the games that they offer with from your like your your Fire TV or something like that, or um, Apple TV because now they do games too. I don't give a shit about Apple products. I know. Fuck them. But uh, no, and then stuff like even on the PS4, um, Fibbage or something like that. Your your controller is your phone. So if people that come over to your house for a party will always have their phones on them. So if you want to trade Pokemon with somebody, just download this free app. Yeah, and boom, they can play you, with you. And you transferred, you transferred your Pokemon to over it, to somebody. They just need to make it fun. They need to make it fun. I just don't yeah. see how this would be fun. It doesn't sound fun to me, but we don't know until we try. I guess. Yeah, we, and we don't. There's no. I don't think there's a release date as of yet. So, but that'll be really interesting. So, all right. Really looking forward to Pokemon Go. Just please don't fuck it up. Please. Please don't fuck it up. Uh, Project Morpheus. They're changing the name. And they're changing it to PlayStation VR. How disappointed are you I'm in not, that fucking stupid name? What's the point? I'm Why not, change the name? Because every... every um, Project Morpheus was badass and everybody respected that name already. Yeah, well, so was... do you? Okay, wait, hold on. I have a quiz for you. Do you know what the Connect... Do you know what the Connect used to be called? It's a multiple choice? No. Just, I'm asking you a question. What did the Connect used to be called? Um, it was called this for about a year to two years, I think it was. Two years? I, I, should, I should know this, but it's it's so long ago, and the Connect is so removed from popular culture now that it's hard to remember these things. It's sold um, with an Xbox One. What are you talking about, removed? It's those removed because they, 13, they, took it from the, they took it from the bundles. Those and fucking, fucking 13 million listen, councils. It's removed because they removed it from the bundle packages, and now it's a separate thing that you can buy for $100, and nobody fucking uses it, and half the time it doesn't fucking work the way make they sure, want it to anyway. Make sure you don't buy it from GameStop, because otherwise they'll remove it from their bundles. The Kinect, came, the Kinect existed before the fucking Xbox One anyway. Come on, so do you know what we, it is? You, you, but, okay, but it, uh, before... <laughs> You said you said in the origination of it, but you're not talking about the origination of the Xbox One. You're talking about the origination of the Kinect, right? I'm talking about I don't, the first, yes, the first announcement of the Kinect that came out, and it was Project Blank. I don't what remember. did it used to be called? Exactly. So a couple years down the road, you're gonna forget what this is called. Project Morpheus is way fucking bigger than the origination of the Kinect. It's called Project Natal, is what okay. it was called. But Morpheus is way big. Everybody knows about Morpheus. Everybody's been talking Currently, about Morpheus. because that's what it's been called. And everybody used to call it Project Natal before it was renamed to Connect. When it was renamed so, to Connect, they were like, the fuck is this? So how long until you think that this name becomes obsolete and nobody remembers what it used to be called? Four to five years. 
All right, so in four to five years, when we're on episode uh, 250-something, 260-70-something. more than that, right? Well, it's like 52 episodes a year. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. Wait, what are we on? 12? So yeah. 50, it's 52 episodes a year if we're right, going based off four. of weeks. It's 200 and, 208. So if it's four years, it's going to be 220. If we're but if it's five this. years, if it's five years, it's going to be 272. So but between 220 and 272 episodes, what we're going to do is we're going to have a poll because we're going to have probably like 11, 11 listeners by then. And hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll all be as good as Jim and they'll actually fill out the poll. We're going to see if they remember what pro, uh, what PlayStation VR was originally named and we're going to see who was right. And that's going to be our but, second, our, 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 another point for Team Jason or Team Mike. And we'll finally break the tie because it's currently still 1-1. <laughs> So we'll we'll break that tie in four to five right. years at episode two hundred twenty to two hundred seventy-two. Look, look at it this way, right? You have a huge brand with PlayStation, so you're not going to call it PlayStation Project Morpheus. So of course you're going to call it PlayStation VR, PlayStation Virtual Reality. That's what it is. I mean, you're not going to call it PlayStation Morpheus. The fuck is that? That could be anything. So it it's one of those things. I renaming it to PlayStation VR was pretty much going to be set in stone now obviously nobody knew it was going to be called vr but you had to know somewhere along the lines it was going to be called playstation blank PlayStation vr is boring like you could have said who would have known what connect is going to be but they had to create that name they had to market connect, it they had to get people to know what it connect was is. also boring no 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 it, but you know not, why it's, it's not boring it's a you know, weird fucking name that's stupid and doesn't make any fucking sense you know why it's called but, the connect right because it connects your mind it and connects soul with you, it connects you with the console. It's a connect between the two. This is VR. It's virtual reality. What else are you going to call it? Morpheus. Haven't you ever seen the Matrix, guys? I'm going into the Morpheus. Exactly. I don't know what? what translates with me. Well, then why don't you go into fucking Morpheus? Guys, then? I'm going to put on the PlayStation VR. <laughs> That's exactly what you do if you put VR on. You sleep? I don't know. I obviously have never used a VR unit, whether it be PlayStation VR or or uh, HTC, whatever the fuck it's called. Well, they announced this Tuesday on the 15th. No changes the are Vive, going to be... I think is what it's called, the HTC yeah, Vive. Yeah, HTC Vive, yeah. Or the, or the Connect, or no, not the Connect, but the uh, um, Oculus. Oculus. Thank you. No changes have been made to the Morpheus, other than the name. Which you're really still sad about? I don't care. I just think it's stupid. It's like, why make a big fuss? It must be a marketing scam. Your face they, is like, stupid. They must have known that it was going to be PlayStation, uh, you know, PlayStation VR. And then before they like made it, they were like, let's do this marketing scheme right here. And let's make it something that sounds really cool and is really catchy. Project Morpheus. Yeah, I don't think gonna, it's a scheme, change though. It. Well, I'm just a pessimist and a fucking conspiracy I, theorist. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's a scheme because the way you look at it is... You, you knew people are going to use this for virtual reality. On top of this Project Morpheus news, PlayStation 4 price is also dropping in some regions, currently only Japan. And they are dropping it from 40,000 yen to 35,000 yen. So it's a good thing we spend yen here. Which is why I fucking converted it and put it in the fucking notes. From about 335 USD to $290. So a good little price drop. I mean, that's good. 45 bucks. That's not bad at no, all. It's, it's not. And I mean, it's you're about time to do it. It's been two years since the council released. And yeah. genuinely, every couple of years, uh, when a, when the first the newer council was released, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll, they'll do a new iteration. They'll make a smaller, thinner, lydra. Well, it won't yeah, have backwards compatibility the, anymore. They're going to put cheaper parts in there. It's going to break on a time cycle at a hundred thousand miles. That kind of shit. <laughs> Still have release date PS3 here, but you know. So yeah, the whole PS3 nonsense with the the different model PS3s was really bullshit. But they haven't done anything like that yet with PS4. It's I just a matter of time. Yeah. So, but but they did. But PS4 and Xbox One were money makers out of the gate. Unlike PS3, Xbox One were, was not actually. Well, I heard because it was. Remember, remember when they first announced Xbox One, and they were like, "Oh, you can't. There's no trading of games. There's no." All this stuff, all the little stipulations that came out in between the two, there was such a a much greater following for the PS4, and it killed on release day compared to the Xbox One. Xbox One had problems selling stuff. The only ones that were buying Xbox One were the fanboys. I still believe it's it's the whole. What are those things that? It's just momentum, like those things that are always on the fucking uh, mental people that talk you through being crazy thing where yeah no um like psychologists uh, yeah those guys where you got the balls that go click 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 it's just fucking momentum this is what happens with windows and playstation and anything shitty is they release something shitty everybody hates it and they're so done hating it by the time that a new product comes out that doesn't fucking matter how shitty it is they're just gonna do it anyway like windows 10 everybody's stoked that's called the newton's cradle by the way yeah, that's what didn't, I said. Didn't want to interrupt you. You didn't know. You had to look it up. Just saying. I'm going to cradle your balls later. Though, anyway, so... As long the, as your name is Newton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the price drop hasn't been announced anywhere else besides Japan, but there is going to be a large conference at the end of October in Paris, and people are expecting that there's going to be some sort of announcement for Europe there. So we'll see. If they announce for Europe, eventually it's going to come to the Americas. And speculations are that the price drop is due to sales slowing down. What do you think about that? I just think it's time. Just just like you said, I just think it's two years. That's just the tradition. Either they, that or it's like people that have bought the console that wanted the console already have it. There's right. really no reason to even still have it. So the only way they're going to push more consoles is if they lower the price. So, yeah, I do think that kind of relates to the price drop. Um, I mean, anytime there they is... They are a, slowing down. And, and any, Xbox One has been having quarters every once in a while where they sell more than PlayStation. And that's been happening lately. So. Anytime there's been a price price drop, Nine times out of ten, it's just because the console, or not necessarily console, but the item is slowing down in sales. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have to lower the price in order to get rid of it. You know, it's it's kind of like stock liquidation. Right. So now, hopefully, what they're not going to do is they're not going to go, all right, guys, price drop on PS4s. They sell a bunch of them. And then they go, all right, new model PS4 coming out next year. It's going to be three times as fast or some shit. It's going to be a really light gray, you know, like an off-white. It's going to be really small, like a paperback book, and really thin, and there's going to be the slots for your memory card. And it's going to look like a fucking gnome turd because it's a PS1. You didn't like that model of the PS1? I, the PS1 was dumb. <laughs> Give me that big-ass brick of, of a PS1. I know, uh, the PS1. one that you, could kill, that you could kill a home invader with. Oh, yeah. I, I still have it over my closet. And it would still work after the fact, and, too. And actually, my... um. You know the 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 disc open. I don't know the tray. I, I don't want. I want to call it a tray, but it's not a tray. It's a the cover. Lid. Yeah, the lid. The open yeah. button. Yeah. Um. I remember well, you I, press the button on the side, and then it pops open. And the it lid. opens. Well, yeah. mine doesn't exactly popped open because oh. uh, I was. I remember this fondly. I was playing Metal Gear Solid. You were fondling it. 
I remember this fondly. Oh, awkward. Yes, quite. So I was playing Metal Gear Solid, and I can't remember exactly what part I was in, but I was drinking a ginger ale. Uh oh. And as I was drinking, this is it, why you should be drinking diet soda. I went to no, reach no sugar. I went to reach for it, and I bumped it, and it spilled onto my console. And immediately, I was like, "Oh God!" And I'm like 13 years old or whatever I was at the time, so I unplugged so you everything. Were a little really bit more fast. anal than now, you would have been freaking out. I unplugged Sparks everything really fast. Sparks would have been flying everywhere. Can you just let me fucking finish my story? <laughs> God damn it! See, guys, this is why it's disorganized without show notes because he likes to interrupt me when I'm telling stories, and they're actually really good stories. No, I love your stories. Well, okay, good. So since you love my stories so much, this is what I'm going to tell you. I still have it. My button sticks. My count, my door. the The tray doesn't open as much as it used to. Oh, it's still sticky. It goes. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish instead I still had my it, PlayStation. Instead one. of it going, it goes. Yep. So, and the button, like it, it's instead of it being nice and snappy, like push in. It's you just you just barely right. have to. You push it in, so. All right. Happy show for you guys this week. Congratulations on being able to listen to this whole show. And you're welcome for me being back on the show. I know you all missed me. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Chris did an amazing job. Chris, if you're going to listen to this episode, which you're a part of the podcast now because you've been on two episodes and a half because that one didn't get released. If you're not listening to these every uh, every week and you're not a patron and you're not emailing me suggestions and stuff like that, I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to come down there to Florida and I'm going to kick your ass. But thank you so much, Chris, for covering. He did a really good job. Other than his shitty mic quality and other than the fact that you guys didn't use show notes, you guys were, had a really good synergy. You guys really were funny. I was I was laughing hard when I was listening to you guys. Um, and it, I'm so grateful that you guys were able to cover for me. And I'm so grateful you finally figured out how to you know, like get everything situated. And it's not that big of a deal for you to just cover for me when I'm not around. So nope, it's not. Um, I want to make this PSA for the future. Like I said, work is crazy for me right now. We When we started this podcast, it was a lot more controlled. And I always had my Friday nights off. And that's not always going to be the case right now. So bear with us. Uh, we're always going to get an episode out on the weekends. Uh, we're going to do the best the best we can to get me on there. And, uh, you know, but for the meantime, you always got Jason here holding down the fort. Worst case scenario. And then, you know, I, I should be always available Saturday nights or Sunday mornings too. So, no. you know. I was going to say, we're not going to be, don't always look for the podcast on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like tonight, we're recording on a Thursday just because it's what was available. But you will have a podcast at least once a week. So I was, I was thinking about just releasing it tomorrow. I don't, I don't care. I don't go fuck. Know. Release it when you want. And one of these one of these days, me and him are going to get together and we're just going to have a no show notes episode where we just fucking sit around and bullshit. And those can be the filler episodes for when we're not around. We can just throw those up too. Yeah. And that'll be a lot of fun because that you're going to get. All sorts of crazy shenanigans there. And we also might get some of our friends in there and we'll just fucking have a good old time just talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. I was thinking and about doing a, a doing a, a, a like a practice, like a um a little project. I, I, I think we should go play like Diablo mm-hmm. and go like just run rifts or something. And then you you want all that banter. Oh, we do. All we, we do is just record the whole audio and then we just release the audio of us just bullshitting with friends as we play There's Diablo. Been some- 
I will say there's been some people that have tried that. Like Scott Johnson is a really huge podcaster. He's massive in the industry. And he decided that he wanted to do that exact same thing you just talked about with playing Heroes of the Storm because he thought that his banter was so unique and funny and, and quick and clever and witty and all that shit. And it's fun to him. But when I tried to listen to it, I love Scott Johnson, and I couldn't listen to it. And he said, you know, if you guys liked this, I'll record another. He's never released another one. So I don't think it got very many. I don't think it got. I'm, it, that's hard to do. I think what you could do, though, what you could do is we, we, would, we would play together, and all the funny moments we could clip together. That's a lot of work, though. Well, I was it. I was thinking about doing this. Okay. Show notes. Hear You're me thinking out. a lot. Hear me out. Show notes. Do you see the Show smoke? notes? Do you see the smoke? Show notes from what? Are you upset? Uh, all right, no, no. Are you on fire? I'm thinking. Did you eat beans that were spicy and they're? Com- I don't understand. Why is there? You got smoke for thinking? Isn't that the light bulb thing? I don't. I'm confused. Oh, you suck on robotic when you think. Do you use your tongue at all? Whoa! Yeah, it got like I, stuck in your beard. Do that. Do that one more time. I want to see that. I'm not doing Every, it again. Fuck you. It, it like got stuck in your beard. You can go. And like, when, you can go watch. You can go watch the uh, the actual like. Uh, YouTube YouTube video when I put it up there. But no, what I was going to say was I completely forgot. What was I talking about when you kept interrupting me? Um, we were talking about alternative oh, methods for... Yeah. Show, so show notes. We make a show notes like this, but we only do like maybe three or four subjects, right? Instead of, yeah, half a dozen. Instead of this. And uh, on top of that, we play Diablo, but we also try to go based off of our show notes that's a good idea okay so, so we out. got the distraction I, of diablo plus we're trying to go and tell news okay that's a good idea but i listen to a diablo podcast where that's what they do they talk about diablo God damn it, while they're playing diablo it. i know i know but that doesn't matter we can play whatever game we want we don't have to just play one game but lately we've been playing a lot of diablo so we'll do that or we'll play some hearthstone or something but some of the games take a lot more maybe thinking stream, than others maybe i'll stream our diablo play tonight diablo that would be fun diablo is the best game in the world to play you're while you're doing though. i'm available i'm available i'm available i don't think you're I'm available. available i'm available i'm available it, i'm available yo there's I'm only available. four there's only four slots available, available is, it, is it bring your own is it bring your own pants no the pants are optional okay perfect that's the only way i rock there's a four player cap on the party i can't invite you fuck your other friends dude i'm the one that's carrying you guys anyway <laughs> now i'm now i have better gear than k so you're there's not, no reason not to fucking you're not me. carrying us chris is carrying us no i um, i've got better gear than chris fuck no chris. you don't no you don't what torment does he do he what riff do- level he's at he just told me yesterday what riff level that he did was, you do like, he just told me he greater rift he just told me yesterday he was all stoked about doing 30 right that's what he's at what are you on 33 and i'm still going up he's last i checked 35 Okay, I could probably do thirty-five. I'm gonna get on and try. I just got I just got another piece of gear that I gotta go on and test it with. Well, we'll find out. And very I'm still shortly. missing. I'm still missing my focus and my focus. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna mute microphone of mic if I have to, uh, so I can finish wrapping up the show. My recording is still going. You can't mute my local recording. <laughs> Who's a, who? Who compiles the fucking podcast and puts it up on the show? <laughs> they uh, won't hear you on YouTube. All two two listeners that we get on YouTube. I know. Fuck you guys, man. I'm listening to the. I really show. don't think that doing this YouTube thing is worth it. Well, we got people that listen to it and they like it, so well, just do it. We have one person that I know that listens to it or watches it, and that's Yo that's Girl. All we need. That's all we need. That's Yo Girl. Uh, Yo Girl, I love you, baby. You make me so happy that you're listening to the show. All right, I'm too. ending it while he sings. So uh, if he wants to sing, he could fade his voice out or some shit. I don't know. But thanks for listening to episode 12, guys. Uh, please check us out at traynoobs.com. I'm not even going to tr- attempt to tell you all of our social media stuff. Traynoobs.com, at traynoobs, slash traynoobs for Facebook, uh, r-traynoobs, and patreon.com slash traynoobs.
There you go. So go to all those things, or if you forgot, or if you forgot them, go to the website. Everything's on the website, That's all the way at the bottom. Um, I am at its nerves on Twitter. He's at that thing that's on the youtube mcmurray Mc, underscore m mcmurray underscore m mcmurray mcmurray like the nascar driver underscore m but you'll, f- you'll figure it out yeah if you just go to the train noobs it's the only one that it, train noobs accounts only following a couple people it's following you me it's following mike it, it, it only follows important people but there's no reason to follow me on twitter anyway just follow the train noobs account i use that one all the time anyway you could follow me on twitter i don't i don't post very much but when i do it's always pure gold and by pure I don't gold post i mean very shit. much but when I do, it's always shit. So thank you for checking out episode 12, guys. We will see you next week. And as always. But when you're drinking the Midas Touch, you got gold shit, you said. Later, noobs. Later, noobs. Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.